Welcome to Liberated the Podcast, embodied education for the ones who came to change it all. I'm your host, Leslie Medley, embodiment coach, breathwork facilitator, worldwide speaker and teacher, the creator of She Wanders, all around human AF, and new mama. This podcast exists for you to have tangible tools, implementable wisdom, and integration techniques to get you into action around your healing and awakening journey. It's one thing to know what to do, and it's a whole nother to do it, live it, be it, become it. This podcast is for the free spirits, the ones who are crazy enough to do it differently than it's ever been done before who know that they are here to break generational curses and live a liberated life. This one's for you. This one's for me. This one's for us. It's time to liberate. Room, we are here for another episode of Mindful Mondays. Every Monday in January 2024, I am coming here to share ways that you can bring more mindfulness into your life this year. And here we are again. If you have not tuned in to the recent episodes, head to Liberated the Podcast. This is where the episodes live. And we've so far talked about increasing awareness and cultivating awareness as the secret weapon to your liberation. We've also talked about mindful language and how it's one of the easiest and quickest ways to make changes in your life through the language and the spells, spelling, the spells that you are placing onto your life. And here we are today. We are going to be talking about mindful moments. And if you are a mama, specifically, or really even a human in 2024, you are definitely going to want to stay and listen to this episode where I talk about how you can bring mindful moments into your life. I teach meditation, I teach breath work, I teach embodiment practices for deep trauma healing. And so often, especially when I'm working with mothers, or I don't like to use the word busy, but let's just use it here, busy, busy humans, there's an often there's often a complaint of I don't have enough time to meditate. And there's a quote that says if you don't have enough time to meditate, that's when you need to meditate. So I will always I want a disclaimer straight away that I will always be an advocate for meditation. That you will only get so far on your healing and awakening journey, your your path of liberation, if you aren't able to come into stillness, sit in ceremony with yourself, with the divine within, be in meditation, be in the discomfort that arises and learn to regulate the nervous system, learn to rewire the mind. So I will always be a huge advocate for meditation and stillness and silence and breath work and everything I teach. But in this episode, I specifically want to speak to how you can bring in more mindfulness to your life without meditation and how the mindful moments in between matter just as much. So it's not one is better than the other, but it's all pieces to the puzzle on your path of liberation. So you can meditate for hours And if you're not living mindfully, if you're not living in intention, if you're not living consciously in all the other moments of your life, then 
there's no integration. You're just doing the thing to check the box. And yes, you might see some growth or you might see some benefit, but it's when we can be the full, embodied, integrated, liberated being that we're going to live life liberated. So let's talk about these moments in between when you're not on the yoga mat, when you're not on the meditation cushion, and how you can bring more mindfulness in your day-to-day, mundane, doing your thing as a mama, doing your thing as an entrepreneur, doing your thing at work. And let's start with the morning. I'm going to just kind of go through the day and give real-life tangible examples of how you can bring mindfulness into these little moments that seem mundane, that seem like they won't matter, but it's a compound effect that we build when we bring mindfulness into these moments that pay in dividends. It will become your greatest asset. So let's start at the top of the day. My first question to you straight away is, how are you starting your morning? When you first wake up, what is the first thing that you do? Think about it. Most of us, if we're not aware or bringing mindfulness into our lives, the first thing that we do is go to our phone. Maybe we check social media, maybe we check emails, check text messages, and we're immediately starting our day with a to-do, with stimulation, ultimately with stress, even if it doesn't feel like stress. Then oftentimes we're heading to go make coffee on an empty stomach, adding more stress to our body, more stimulation to our body. So let's rewind for a moment. And even if you quote unquote, don't have time to meditate. Now, I'm a mother now. So I used to have hours and hours and hours to sit in meditation every day. It was incredible. And now It's a completely different situation. So I genuinely get if you're like, I don't have time to meditate. And I do believe that there is some truth to that, but it also can be a story that limits us. And we really get to be more resourceful and create the time that we need to do the things that we need and want to do. So with that being said, Starting your morning, even if you don't have time to fully sit in meditation, when you first rise, sitting up tall, breathing, even if your baby or your child is talking to you or right next to you or waking up, show them this is how we teach them, not by telling them what to do, but by who we are being. Sit up tall, roll your shoulders back, inhale through the nose. Exhale through the nose. Doing that three times before you do anything. That will take literally probably one minute at most. Yet it's already notifying your system to rest. That this day is not a threat. That we get to be calm and we get to be stable and we get to be mindful as we move through our day. From there, there's so many different things that you can do, but oftentimes, at least for me, it's like, okay, got to go get breakfast ready for the baby, got to get myself breakfast. And as I'm in these moments, even though I'm doing the things that I get to do to let life go on as life is going to go on, I'm still bringing awareness to my breath. 
I'm noticing the thoughts that are wanting to play out in my head. So oftentimes it's the things that I get to do that day, the things that I didn't do yesterday that I get to catch up on. Those thoughts are naturally there. But I purposely take time to shift my thought pattern into not what I need to do, that's going to get done, but to the gratitude for the new day, gratitude for the opportunity to wake up and live another day. That's not the truth for everyone. Not everyone woke up another day. You did. That is for a direct and a divine purpose. So it's time we start acting like it. So as I'm making breakfast, as I'm doing the things in the morning that I get to do, I'm mindful of my posture, I'm mindful of my breath, and I'm redirecting my thoughts to appreciation, to gratitude, to the things that I genuinely want to focus on for the day. Which, yes, there's certain things that need to get done, but like I said, those are going to get done. But what do I genuinely want to focus on? I want to focus on how I desire to feel. And while I'm making breakfast, I'm having this conversation conversation with myself of setting my intentions for the day. I used to actually sit down and write it out in my journal and oftentimes I don't get a chance to do that, but I still have an opportunity to declare in my mind, in my heart. Sometimes I'll speak it out loud and let Charlie. This is so powerful for our children to hear these dialogues and to see us in prayer and to see us setting these intentions. And so I'll set my intention for the day, how I desire to feel. I desire to feel calm and stable in my nervous system. I desire to feel fully liberated in my life. I desire to feel at peace. I desire to feel free and abundant and I want to have fun today. I'm going to have fun today. Like imagine having that inner dialogue with yourself while you're making your coffee or while you're making your breakfast or while you're getting dressed versus I got to respond to this person. I did it. I got to get and then I got such a different experience of life. Now, it's important to recognize the mind's going to do what the mind's going to do. And this is why it takes your conscious awareness. If you have not listened to the episode around awareness being your secret weapon to liberation, go back and listen to that episode where we talk about how you can increase your awareness and cultivate more awareness in your life. So it will require your conscious awareness to redirect the thought pattern. This is a mindful moment. Sitting up first thing and taking those three full intentional conscious breaths might seem like nothing. I guarantee you'll still feel a somatic difference in your body, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your energy, in your being, even with three breaths. But even if it feels like, what's that really going to do? Try doing that every single day every single morning instead of going to your phone. These moments compound. They build upon each other. They link together. They create a bigger picture of a mindful, conscious life. A life that I know you're committed to living. And definitely a life I know that you're, con- that you're committed to leaving behind, the legacy that you're committed to leaving behind for not only yourself, but generations to come. As you go into lunch, well, first of all, do you even eat lunch? Do you 
honor yourself and your vessel enough to pause and create the time to fuel your system, to fuel your physical being. Whether you're a mom or you work full time or you're a student, I've heard it from every angle. I just don't have time. That would be like saying, I don't have time to get gas when I'm empty. And we've all been there, or at least I've been there. I can't speak for everyone. I don't got time. I don't want to stop. I like, by the way, side note, I have been able to reframe almost everything in my life. And the one thing, (laughs) maybe one day I'll get there, but I have yet to reframe is getting fuel. I like I will put it off and put it off and put it off. I like I wish we lived in another country sometimes when it came to getting gas because they literally fill up for you. And I miss that from living in Asia. They literally fill up for you. And I I personally will put it off till the very last minute. Like I know my car so well, I know exactly how far I can push it. And the only reason I know exactly how far I can push it is because I've pushed it to the end to where I've ran out of fuel. I've ran out of gas. What happens when we run out of gas? Well, we can't move forward. But even more so, we created a bigger problem for ourselves because now we're probably rushing to the next thing. We're running late already which is why we're not getting gas. So then we don't get the gas, we run out of gas, we can't move forward and get to where we wanna go. And now not only that, but now we have to figure out a way to go get gas, which is gonna take more time and energy. The same thing happens when it comes to eating. We don't eat because we, have, we don't have time or we think we don't have time, we don't create the time. So then we're on empty. And then we're literally living our life on empty, which then activates a chaos in our hormonal system, a chaos when it comes to our stress hormones. And especially if you're a feminine being, cortisol increases, stress increases, anxiety increases. We're literally running on fumes, quite literally. And then we crash and then we burn and then we're frustrated with our child or we project onto our partner or we create bigger problems in our life just like when we run out of gas because we quote unquote didn't have time, we didn't create the time to pause, to stop and to fuel ourselves. That is one of the biggest ways we can honor our vessel, our being. It's just like, for example, my partner has a, has a diesel truck or I know other men in, in my past have had like high quality vehicles, right? And they prioritize putting premium gasoline or diesel fuel into their vehicles that costs more, takes longer to fill up. But they prioritize that because they know if they put the lower grade fuel into the vehicle, it would actually do damage in the long run. That's how they honor the vehicle. That's how they preserve the vehicle's quality. That's how they allow the vehicle to live longer, literally. That is one of the most mindful things you can do is to stop and to create the time to fuel 
your system now. Let's talk about part two of that. How are you fueling your system? If you are always standing up to eat, we get to have a conversation. During this episode, we're talking about mindful moments. And again, I'm a toddler mom. Charlie's running around like crazy. I don't always have time or feel like I have time to sit down and have a quiet, peaceful meal where it's all beautiful and I've plated my food like I like. And I still create the time. I live by my integrity, by my word, and I sit down. And again, this is so important, especially if you're a parent. You want your child to sit down and eat, but you're standing at the counter eating. You want your child to sit still and eat good food, but you're shoving crap into your mouth. So this is where we sit down, even at lunch, not just at dinner, And we look at each other and we say our prayers and we bless our food. And that gets to be another mindful moment where we pause, where we allow our body to still. Do you bless your food? And I don't mean, I grew up saying prayers, but like before we ate, whether it was at church, whether we were at a restaurant, whether we were at home, we prayed. I don't just mean repeating a prayer for the sake of repeating a prayer because that's what you're supposed to do or you're not a good human. I mean, bringing in conscious awareness, again, bringing in the awareness of, wow, like taking a look at your food. I know this sounds so crazy, like so simple, but you would be blown away at how many people just shove the food in their in their face. We don't even look at our food. We're not even with our food. Taking a moment to give thanks, like genuinely cultivate appreciation and gratitude for the yummy foods that is going to be fueling your body and generating more life force and energy for you. I personally also like to take, and I know on the podcast you can't see my hands, But I place my palms, not touching the food, but right over my food, and I send energy, I send gratitude, I send the highest vibrational love into my food, because this is what I'm going to be consuming. And I bless it, and I honor it, and I take a moment to be with it. And now my daughter, she's not even two years old, she literally puts her hands in prayer position. As soon as I say, okay, let's say our prayers, let's bless our food. And she loves it. She looks forward to us blessing our food. This is being ingrained in her nervous system. This is being implanted in her subconscious. And it brings us back after a crazy morning of cleaning or chaos or toys everywhere. It gives us just another mindful moment. If you're at work, you can still do this. Are you taking a lunch? I guarantee you're being charged for a lunch. You're not being paid for your lunch, but are you taking the time? Sitting down, being with your food, blessing your food, whether you go out to your car or you actually go to a restaurant or you simply eat at your desk while you're not working, by the way, while you're not working. (laughs) Now, I can just feel already some of you are like, Leslie, you don't get it. 
Like I genuinely don't have time. And this is where we really get to have a bigger conversation where if I was coaching you, if we were in a room together and we were working together, I would ask you, what are you, what are you committed to? Like, do you genuinely desire to be so busy and your plate so full and so chaotic and so all over the place that you don't have time to sit down and fuel your physical body, to take one, literally one moment, one beat, one breath to bless and presence the fact that this food was so easily available for you to consume, create, make, and eat. I'm not committed to that. I know that much. I'm committed to living a life that's spacious and abundant, where I have many, many moments to pause and to relax and to breathe in life. Yes, even with toddler life happening, this can all still take place. That's exactly why I started this series of how you can bring more mindfulness into your life without all hours of meditation. If you take your child to the park like I do and they're playing and you're making sure, like at least for me, making sure she's not going to fall. She loves to climb. And I finally get a moment. She's in the grass playing. I take off my shoes and I plant my feet to the earth. So often we think for us to really benefit from the moment that it has to be completely still completely silent. And as I encourage you to get as much stillness and genuine silence as you can get in your life. Again, I want to remind you that when, when it comes to mindfulness, it's about who you are. It's about the moments in between. It's how you're breathing. It's how you're holding yourself. That is going to compound and matter so much more than an hour of meditation once a week. I ground my feet to the earth and I, again, I return to my breath. I return to appreciation. I return to gratitude. I allow the sun to beam down on my face and on my body and I just take it in, take it in. While you're working at your desk or while you're cleaning at home, whatever you're doing throughout your day, any time throughout the day when you're noticing the thoughts becoming a little bit louder, when you're noticing the increase in sensation, like feeling a little bit of this anxious sensation, that is when it is up to you. Nobody is going to do this for you. It is up to you to pause Inhale through the nose, keeping the mouth closed. Exhale through the nose. Rolling the shoulders back, opening up through the heart. So often we contract, we close ourselves off, opening back up, expanding, inhaling. You can even reach your arms. It just feels so good to move and to reconnect to our life force, to our heart. 
to our intention. What was my intention that I set this morning? Oh yeah, I said I wanted to have fun today. Am I freaking having fun? How can I have more fun while I clean, while I work? What would that look like? So I could keep riffing and I could keep going on so many more examples of how you could bring mindfulness into your life, but I want to close with this. I could give examples for days, but the truth is it's going to come down to you choosing. Now, this is really important because your ego, the part of you that wants to stay in suffering, in misery, bonded to the karmic cycle of just suffering and sadness and anxiety, like there's a payoff there that we get something, believe it or not, we get something out of staying in those states. So it is going to require your commitment, your awareness, and your dedication to continuously throughout your day choose, to continuously return to the breath, to consciously come back to these mindful moments because your mind is going to want you to forget. Your mind is going to stop you. Your mind is going to want you to scroll on social media first thing in the morning. Your mind is going to want you to stay in the sadness, in the doom and gloom, in the rush, in the hustle, in the I have to do so many things today. I have so many things to get done. So it is going to require your conscious awareness. It is going to require your commitment to being a little bit uncomfortable moving out of this attachment to the old way of being and declaring, I'm here to freaking feel good. I am here to feel good. I am here to live life liberated. And because of that, I'm going to be living intentionally. Because of that, I am going to live mindfully. So I'm going to roll my shoulders back. I'm going to come to my breath. I'm going to inhale. I'm going to activate appreciation and gratitude for this moment as I exhale and release all of the sensation of anxiety, of overwhelm. I am not overwhelm. I am not anxiety. I am a human being who is committed. I am a powerful woman who is committed to liberation, who is committed to freedom, who is committed to having freaking fun today. Return to your intention. We are going to have another episode on intention setting and the power of intention. So don't you worry, it's coming. (laughs) I would love to hear how this episode supported you. I would love to hear about your mindful moments and the different mindful moments that you create throughout your day while you're brushing your teeth, while you're making breakfast, while you're eating your food, while you're taking a walk outside. I would love to hear from you. Make sure we're following each other on social media, on Instagram, at the Leslie Medley. I read all of my messages. I would love to hear from you. And I want to hear all about your mindful moments. Until then, I will see you on the other side. Namaste.